Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pena and I bring you today's word for September 20th, 2018. I'm teaching a series entitled Standing on a Word from God. And as a believer, I'm sure you've heard people say, oh, I got a word from God and I stood on that word and, and it came to pass. And, and you're like, well, how do I do that, right? I'm supposed to, to live by faith. I really don't have an understanding of how to do that. And unless you get an understanding of it, you will never maximize what you do not understand. And so we've been studying, like as an example, I like to teach by both precept and example, we've been studying the life of Abraham because he got a word, he actually got multiple words, and how you could stand on the word from God and really believe God and, and how it even might take a long time. It took 25 years for Abraham to have uh, and Sarah to have that baby. And now 17 years later, we're looking at something in Genesis chapter 22. So this is standing on a word from God, part 17. I'm calling this enough light for one more step. So Abraham is 117 years old now. He's been walking with God for 42 years. The promised child took 24 year, 25 years to come. And now he's 17 years old. And so all of this happened. And, and all of a sudden, the Lord decided to test Abraham's faith, right? At this stage, after he's been walking with God for 42 years, the Bible says God decided to test Abraham's faith. So God said, Abraham, he said, yes, Lord. He says, hey, listen, I want you to take your son to the land of Moriah. I want you to kill your son there. I want you to offer him up as a sacrifice for me. Now, this has to be Isaac, your only son, the one that you love. Use him as a burnt offering on one of the mountains there. And I'm going to tell you which mountain. So in the morning, the Bible says Abraham got up. He saddled his donkey. He got his servants together. He got his son together. They cut up the wood for the sacrifice. And they went to the place that God would tell them to go. They just kind of launched out. They didn't know where they were going. God said, I'm going to show you which mountain when you get there. They didn't know what they were going to do. Uh, God said, burnt offering. So they cut up some wood and they took off. And after three days, they traveled. They got to the land of Moriah. And the Bible says that Abraham looked up in the distance and he immediately, by discernment, by revelation, was like, ah, that's the mountain right there. I don't know. It wasn't an audible voice. It's just in my heart. I know that that's the mountain I'm supposed to go to. So they saw the place. He saw the place. He told the servants, now you guys stay here. Me and the boy, we're going to go up to that mountain. We're going to worship. We're going to sacrifice. And then me and the boy are going to come back. So he said that by faith. He got a revelation that, that of course, his dream was not going to die on that mountain. But he was ready to do whatever God told him to do. And he really didn't know what he was doing. And he really didn't know how it was going to happen, but he was just walking with the light that he had. And so he was just doing whatever God told him to do. And then, and then as he went, he'll figure it out, right? Just like he, he went to the land of Moriah. I don't know which mountain. I guess God will show me when we get there. He's like, I, get to the top. I don't know what we're going to do at the top of the mountain. I guess God will reveal, will reveal it to me when we get there. All I know, he said, burn offering. So we got the wood. Let's go. And that's how we're supposed to live. I'm talking about trusting God or enough light for one more step. So what does this mean to you today? I, I want to kind of pull the string on this thought that God will always give you enough light for one more step. You may not know what's down the road. You may not know what's around the corner, but God would always give you enough light for one more step. Um, so what does this mean to you today? I'm going to deal with that. I have five things to share with you. As I get into this now, I want you to pause for a moment. Open up your heart now to receive what God is saying. You ready? Here we go. Five things. Number one. So to give you the context of what I'm saying about this one more step, I want to use David as an example. So David um, wrote many Psalms, and one of them is Psalms 119. So in Psalms 119 and 105, David said, Lord, your word is a light, uh, a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Now, David wrote this before electricity. I don't know if you like I grew up in Brooklyn In Brooklyn, it gets dark at night, but it doesn't really get that dark because there's street lights and all that kind of stuff. I don't know if you've ever been out in the country where there's no electricity or camping or something, and then it gets dark. <laughs> like when it's dark and it's, there's no electricity anywhere around, then all you have is the moon, all you have is the stars, 
And then if it's cloudy, you can't see that. I mean, it is pitch dark, right? So, so in David's day, this was before electricity, before street lights, before um, flashlights, before everybody had a cell phone with a light on it. So he wrote this back then. And back then it was really dark and he had to travel through the desert at night. And the desert at night can be very dangerous, right? Um, so what they did back then was they had these things called ankle lamps. And the ankle lamp basically pictured like a, a leather strap that went around your ankle. And then it had some type of fastening device connected to it that could hold a candle or some type of wick. And then, some, and then they would put something around uh, the flame to try to protect the flame so that the wind just wouldn't put it out. So it was like a, a lamp that went around the ankle on the outside. And what, what happened was you would take a step, right? And you put one on each foot, on each ankle. You would take a step, and as you took that step, now you have enough light to see around your foot so you could take one more step. And then you would take another step, and then you saw, saw a picture, like, you know, you, take, you put your left foot down, you, you have enough light for one more step. You, you do that, you put your right foot down, you have enough light for one. Now, you don't know what's down the road. You don't know what's around the corner. You don't know what's over the hill, none of that. All you know is, all you can see is one more step. And so you would do that, and then you take another step, and then another step, and another step. And David said, you know what? God's word, like what God reveals to us, is a lamp, uh, a light unto our feet and a lamp unto our path. It's, it's God revealing us to us enough light for one more step. It's just like that ankle lamp. I may not know, I may not have all the answers, but I'm just going to walk with the light that I have. Whatever God has told me, I'm going to walk with that. I can't do anything about the fact that I don't know what's next all i'm going to do is i'm going to be obedient to what he said and then when i do that i'm sure that he'll give me enough life for another step and then another step and another step so let me apply what i just said to the life of abraham so two three four five let's now apply what i said in point number one so in, in number two let me say it this way god told abraham i'm gonna just give you how that how what david said applies to abraham god told abraham sacrifice your son as a burnt offering on one of the mountaintops on the land of Moriah. And that's it. Now, he didn't know what was going to happen when he got to the mountain. He really didn't know where he was going. But God specifically said burnt offering, right? God said that. And since he said burnt offering, you know what Abraham did? The next morning, he got the, the donkey together, got the servants together, got his son together. And watch this. They cut up the wood before they left. Why did they cut up the wood? Because God said burnt offering. Oh, so if it's a burnt offering, I need the wood, right? I, I need everything I need for the flame. So he got the wood together. He got everything that he would need to burn something up because that's what God said. Now, once he got to the top of the mountain, we would find out later that God would say, no, <laughs> I don't want you to burn up the boy. And God would stop him. So he didn't need the wood. But Abraham didn't know that. Since God said burnt offering, Abraham got wood. Later, he wouldn't need it. But Abraham didn't know that. So Abraham had to be obedient to the light that God had provided. And so he was being obedient to whatever God said. God gave him a small amount of light, burnt offering. So he was like, okay, burnt offering, that's fine. I'm going to get the wood together for the burnt offering. See, you may not have all the answers. God may not have revealed to you all the levels and the stages that you're going to have to go through to experience what it is that you're launching out in faith to do. And you don't have any control over that. But what you do have control over is the little bit of light that God has given you. And if he's given you a little bit of light, then you need to step out with that little bit of light. That's it. And he wants you to be obedient over that. And when you get there to the next step, 
he will reveal to you the next step and so on and so on and so on. This is the life of faith. And this is how we're called to live. Number three, God did not tell Abraham which mountain. So which mountaintop it was going to be. He said, go to the land of Moriah. You're going to do a sacrifice on one of the mountains and, and you just I reveal it to you when you get there. So it was like, OK, fine. He didn't have to. You know how people do today. It's like, oh, I don't want to. Mm -mm. I'm building out my business plan and I'm not going to I'm not going to step out until I get this thing completed. I'm not going to launch out until God gives me all the answers. God, God, I'm an engineer. I actually am a network engineer. But, you know, as an engineer, like people like math minds like myself. Be like, no, no, I need to have everything mapped out. I need to have everything organized. I need to know every step. I need to, I need to be very detailed before I start. And that's just not how God works. I mean, he doesn't do that. He's not going to give you all the answers. He won't. As a matter of fact, you'll spend a whole lot of time planning out something that's not going to happen. He, he, he will tell you enough for you to take the next step. And then when you get there, he'll tell you enough to take the next step. And he wants you to launch out. Now, what really messes people up is he'll give you a glimpse of what it looks like like on step 47. And so he'll give you a glimpse of what it's going to look like in the end. And you get really excited about that. But he didn't reveal steps two through 46. So, you know, and he, he will not because if he if he told you everything that you had to go through to get there, you would run the other way. So, no, he'll give you a glimpse, but then he's not going to he, he will not give you all the answers. There's a certain level of mystery uh, uh, involved with walking with God. So God said, look, the land of Moriah. So he was like, oh, land of Moriah. I don't know which mountaintop. So he just took off. And after three days, when they got there, he looked up. Oh, that's the mountaintop. It was revealed to him as he went. Number four. Here's the point. As you lead your family and you attempt to live by faith. There are going to be times when your, your entire family is looking to you, like, you know, you're, you're leading them. Like, if, like myself, I, obviously, I'm, I'm charged to lead my family. So there are times where your family is looking to you, and you're like, oh, well, this is what God has told me. Well, just be honest with them, right? Because at the end of the day, you, got, you have a responsibility to teach your children how to live by faith. You have a responsibility to, to, be, to, to give them some insight of what this actually looks like. Don't, don't fool them and act... And act like you have all the answers because you don't. So, so just be like, look, be honest with them. Explain to them what it is to, to live by faith. God doesn't always give us all the answers. God is, God is going to give us enough light for the next step and say, okay, well, this is what we're doing. I, I believe we're led to do this. This is what we're going to do. And, and overall, you know, we're heading in this direction. And this is what we believe God has already given us. And it's already done. And our job is to walk it out. Our job is to launch out in faith to lay hold of what God has given us by his unearned and amazing grace. But as you go, he's going to reveal things to you. So you be honest with your family. This is what we know. This is what God has said. And we're launching out. And as you go, he'll reveal more things. He'll reveal more things. He'll reveal more things. Number five. And finally, let me close with this. Walking with God. I'll be straight up with you. I've been doing this for 22, almost what, 23 years. Walking with God is not always easy. It's just not. Uh, and there are many things that are a mystery. There's a certain level of mystery involved with walking with God. And there are certain things that are going to be a mystery until you get to heaven. <laughs> there's something you're just not going to know. God doesn't have to explain himself to you. But while God will not or does not have to explain himself, he will reveal himself. So what you want to do is be in a position to where you, he is revealing himself and you're walking in that light and then he'll reveal himself and then you walk in that light and then he'll reveal himself and you're walking in that light. And with each step, you are getting incrementally closer to God's overall expected end for your life. I'm talking about taking, you know, trusting God for one more step. He will give you the light required for your next step. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. 
I trust that this message is a blessing to you. And, and, and let's make sure that we can close it out and appropriate our faith with this message. Lift up your voice and say this. Say, Father, this is a season of expectation for me. I expect you to reveal to me the light I need in order to take one more step. Now, I'm not asking you to explain yourself. I am asking you to reveal yourself. I stand on your word. I declare that the eyes of my understanding are enlightened, that my spiritual eyes are flooded with light so I can know the hope of my calling, so I can walk down the path that you've called me to take. I may not know what's around the corner, but you, Father, will always give me enough light to be able to maximize the season and the stage that I'm currently in. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name, Amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org. There's a subscribe button. Get the messages. They're going to be a blessing to you. Before I, I close this out, let me just say this. If you're new to faith, right? If you don't understand how faith works, this may be one of those messages that you have to listen to more than once uh, because you got to get this down in your heart. We are the just. We're called and commanded to live by faith. This is how we're supposed to live. God revealing things to us and us doing whatever he tells us to do. He may not give you all the answers, but he will give you enough to take one more step. Before you leave this screen, please share this message with someone that you know, and you have a wonderful day. God bless you.